0: Plastination. The process designed to preserve the body for educational and instructional purposes. First developed by German anatomist Gunther von Hagen's in 1977, it birthed Body Worlds, a traveling exhibition of dissected human bodies, anatomical structures of the body, and animals. According to von Hagen's website, the first step in the process is fixation, where formaldehyde or other preservation solutions are pumped through the arteries, to kill all the bacteria and halt decomposition. After a few hours of this initial step, skin, fatty, and connective tissues are removed in order to prepare the individual anatomical structures, taking anywhere between 500 to 1,000 hours of labor. Then begins the actual plastination process. Water and soluble fats are dissolved in an acetone bath. Then, under freezing conditions, the acetone draws out all the water and replaces it inside the cells. Once this step is complete, the specimen is placed in a bath of liquid polymer. As a vacuum is created, the acetone boils at a low temperature and then vaporizes, leaving the cells, causing the polymer to fully penetrate each cell in a process that lasts 2-5 to weeks. At this point, the body can still be moved around as desired, and so, through the assistance of tools such as wires, needles, and clamps, they are moved into position. Positioning can take up to several months. Finally. The body is cured through either gas, light, or heat, depending on the type of polymer used. Curing halts the decomposition process and can take approximately one year to be complete. According to the Body World's website, since the beginning of the exhibition series in Japan in 1995, more than 52 million visitors in over 150 cities in the Americas, Europe, South Africa, Asia, have seen the traveling exhibition. As you can imagine, given the entire planet's diverse religious and cultural beliefs, objections and controversies regarding the exhibition quickly rose. The flames were further fanned when it came to light that some of the donated bodies may have not been willing donors. A case in point, Zhang Weiji, a news anchor who was eight months pregnant at the time she mysteriously vanished, who is thought to be the pregnant woman at the Mystery of the Human Body exhibit. Let's break down the details. Secrets of the Trees presents The Mysterious Disappearance of Zhang Weiji and the Dark Truths Behind Plastinated Bodies Exhibits. Before we begin, I want to stress that it is alleged that Zhang is the woman in the exhibit, but this has not been proven. Zhang Weiji was a news anchor in Dalian, China. She was a very beautiful woman. There's not much information out there about her, nor many images of her due to the events that unfolded, which we'll get to that in a minute. She was rumored to be having an affair with Bo Xilai, who was the mayor of Dalian at that time. Bo Xilai was considered an incredibly powerful man in China. He is the son of now-deceased famous Communist Party hero, Bo Yibo, who was often referred to as the last of the eight immortals a group of revolutionary veterans who led China through the launch of economic reforms in 1979 and the upheaval of 1989, the year of the Tiananmen Square pro-democracy protests. Bo Yibo was believed to be a supporter of the decision to use military force to crush the protests. During the time of the affair, Bo Xilai was married to a second wife, Gu Kailai, daughter to yet another revolutionary military official, and in her own right was a high-powered attorney. She had founded her own law firm in Beijing and had successfully won a civil suit in Alabama while representing some Dalian companies that were in a dispute. She even published a book on the lawsuit titled Uphold Justice in America, where she essentially went on to shit on our legal system. As long as it is known that you killed someone, you will be arrested, tried, and shot to death. She wrote, expressing disdain how the guilty were capable of walking free on legal technicalities in U.S. legal systems. She made it clear that Chinese law does not mince words. Our legal system is not the best in the world, but I can admit I'd rather face a U.S. legal system than a Chinese one, especially where, from the brief reading I did, you're guilty until proven innocent, and the conviction rates are sky high. I'm talking about consistently 99% conviction rate over the last few years sky high. So as you can see, this was a very powerful couple who appeared to be unstoppable as they kept rising in prominence. According to a Chinese news site, upon becoming pregnant, Zhang openly challenged Gu Kailai, causing Gu to use China's national and public security forces to pressure Zhang into leaving her job as a news anchor and out of the public eye. It's not clear what openly challenged means, whether Zhang said something to her directly or if it was just her being pregnant. In fact, I can't determine around what time Zhang disappeared, just some time from mid to late 90s. It didn't come to light that Bo was a womanizer until many years later, so maybe Gu knew of his affairs and perhaps had an agreement with him that so long as the other woman didn't get pregnant, he could do as he pleased. This is just wild, wild speculation, so please take this with a grain of salt. However, I did find several readings of how China's elite commonly have mistresses. It appears that after Gu began having security forces harass Zhang, Zhang began trying to raise awareness as to what Gu was doing to her before suffering a nervous breakdown. Then, Zhang was reportedly secretly detained by security forces in the Dali Nanshan Hotel, where she proceeded to attempt suicide several times before finally disappearing into thin air. But she completely vanished, even from the internet. Information and images of Zhang are far and few in between. It's almost as if she never existed. So how did the theory of Zhang being the pregnant woman at the Mystery of the Human Body exhibit begin? As it turns out, the bodies displayed by Body World were prepared by Von Hagen's Plastination Company in Dalian. The Plastination Company was set up in Dalian because China has lax laws regarding handling and distributing corpses. The Chinese News I found states that the company's standard procedures call for the facial characteristics of the bodies to be altered to prevent them from being identified. The website goes on to say that it is suggested that all the bodies used for the exhibit are said to be from Dalian, and that Von Hagen's and Bo even have a special connection, as it could be possible Bo personally processed Von Hagen's permits and paperwork. This connection, of course, has been vehemently denied by Von Hagen's son. There were also rumors suggesting Bo had benefited financially from allowing prisoners to be executed so their organs could be harvested fresh for wealthy foreign patients awaiting transplants. In an interview, Von Hagens told a reporter that only bodies from Europeans and Americans who voluntarily consented to being plastinated were used, but also admitted having used bodies from China but stopped using them after learning they were probably executed prisoners. In January of 2004, Von Hagen provided a statement following a scathing finding where it was revealed that at least two of the 647 corpses stored at the center in China had bullet holes in their skulls. Dalian was also a city where there were many illegal executions or confinements against Falun Gong practitioners, which are an oppressed group in China. One can only surmise that corpses with bullets must have been from prisoners who were probably executed for the purpose of making specimens. The suspicion that Zhang is the pregnant woman at the exhibit made it all the way to Von Hagen, claiming that the sample of the pregnant woman is the body of a Chinese woman who is close to my wife and was donated by a bereaved family, but he refused to provide the identity, thus fueling further controversy. To make matters worse, the skull shape and features of the exhibit's pregnant woman closely resembled Zhang's. The fetus in the woman's body was estimated to also have been about 8 months pregnant, just like Zhang was at the time of her disappearance. A Korean show recently featured a segment on Zhang and did their own deep dive on what happened back then. They stated that the general manager of the human specimen factory in Dalian was no other than... Gu. I don't understand Korean, so I was unable to verify their sources, and I'm not sure how a high-powered attorney ends up becoming a manager of a corpse processing plant, but if that was the case, then she certainly could have dispersed of Zhang quietly. So why go through the trouble of placinating and propping her and her unborn baby for the world to see? Maybe humiliation, maybe something to do with their culture beliefs and body after death, maybe just because she felt like it, but wouldn't having Zhang set out for display invite gossip? Well, if this happened, Gu probably thought that she and Bo were untouchable. Plot twist, Bo and Gu were not completely untouchable. Fast forward to August 2012, where Gu was convicted of murdering British businessman Neil Haywood through the use of poison and was given a suspended death sentence, which was later commuted to life imprisonment. Neil was found dead in a hotel room through alleged alcohol poisoning, which raised questions as some of his family members described him as a teetotaler, which is a person who abstains from drinking alcohol. There was no autopsy done, and he was immediately cremated. According to a Reuters anonymous source, police believe Gu asked Neil to move a large sum of money abroad and became angry when he demanded a larger than expected cut. She supposedly devised a plan to kill him after he threatened to expose her dealings, of course posing a risk to both Gu and the political ambitions of her husband. The information on this murder only came to light when a former ally to Bo Xilai and then police chief, Wang Lijun fled to a nearby US consulate with the information. He had apparently attempted to use the finding of Gu's crime of poisoning Neil against Bo, extorting protection by Bo from whatever other illicit activities they partook in, but this backfired as he became their next target. Bo attempted to block investigations into Gu's crime, but failed and was ousted, falling from grace after being highly regarded and considered once a man of the people. Unfortunately, as we keep untangling this web, this story does not have a happy ending. When Gu began her trial, controversy erupted yet again as footage appeared to show a body double standing in her place. And, according to an article by Slate, which is an online magazine that covers politics and current affairs, China's rich and powerful can and do hire body doubles to stand in for them at court, in prison, and even substitute executions. This practice, called Bing Sui, has been at play in China since at least the mid-1600s. So even if Gu was sentenced to prison, it may not even be her serving her own sentence. As for Bo, I was not able to find rumors of him doing the same, though it's quite possible. I did find a small nugget of information from the South China Morning Post where, during trial, Bo told the court that Gu was pissed when she learned about an affair he had in the late 1990s, which caused her to move to Britain with their son. There was no mention of when she returned. Could this affair be the alleged fair with saying? Sadly, we will most likely never find out the truth about what happened to Zhang unless either Bo or Gu confess, if they really did take part in her disappearance. And if Bo and Gu are truly partaking in the practice of body doubles, they are also not facing justice for their actions. At least their public image appears to be ruined, and hopefully remains so. Now, you're probably thinking, well, what about DNA? Can we extract DNA from these plastinated cadavers and give those with missing family members in China some peace? Dr. David Nickel, a prominent medical figure and human rights campaigner, called for an investigation into the Real Bodies exhibit at the National Exhibition Centre in Birmingham, in the UK, due to concerns over where these bodies were being sourced from. The source, as you can imagine, was China. He contacted several geneticists who were experts in their fields, and they believe it's possible to extract DNA from plastinated tissue. Should it be possible to extract DNA, the new issue, however, is consent from the organizations themselves to allow testing on their specimens. It's possible they deny access to their exhibits under the guise of avoiding having their specimens ruined, but at least regulations can be put into place where information on donors can be tracked and analyzed straight to the source by an outside party instead of taking a company's word for it. With so many groups oppressed in China, such as the Uyghur Muslims and practitioners of Falun Gong, it's quite possible that DNA testing of plastinated bodies could essentially blow open the uncomfortable and barbaric topic of organ harvesting from prisoners of conscience, which are people who have been imprisoned for holding different religious, political, and other personal beliefs not tolerated by their own government. According to the Epoch Times, the National Exhibit Center in Birmingham claimed that their specimens were unclaimed bodies donated by the relevant authorities and were provided legally, Whatever prisoners of any kind, showed no signs of trauma or injury, were free of infectious disease, and died of natural causes. However, they could not provide documentation to prove identities or consent of donating their bodies after death. I personally have never visited any kind of bodies exhibit. I did want to when I was younger, however, I never got the chance and with all these revelations and controversies, I'm glad that I didn't. Throughout all my research, I found many comments of individuals with medical knowledge and backgrounds who visited these exhibits and felt conflicted about the information provided at the exhibit as to the specimen's alleged deaths and what they were looking at, meaning cause of death did not line up with how the body looked. A lot of the controversies that I read about were beliefs of life after death, handling the body after death, and certain poses. For example, one Body Worlds exhibit had a separate room depicting a male and female body having intercourse. For religious groups, the upset surrounding the exhibits was obviously far greater. One bishop said that the exhibits crossed the line from education and into the realm of entertainment, questionable art, and commercial showcases. A rabbi stated that religious traditions require a swift burial with dignity and care, and that body bodyworlds violates these traditions. Regardless of what your personal views are on how these individuals are posed, or what happens after death, I simply want you to remember the individual behind the specimen. It's probable some were donated properly, but as we came to learn, some were not. Some probably weren't on their way to dying from natural causes. Some may have been imprisoned for their beliefs and killed for profit, and that should be the most alarming, pressing controversy we all focus on.